You are listening to the Her Money Matters podcast, episode 41. Welcome to the Her Money Matters podcast, the podcast to help you take control of your finances. Join your host, motivational money coach, Jen Hemphill, as she shares with you practical, simple money insights and real life stories by women like you. Let's get to it. Hey, hey, it is so nice to have you tuning in today. This is Jen Hemphill, your host, and I've got another great guest lined up for you today. There is definitely a lot of laughs in this one. Just thinking about our conversation is making me want to laugh right now, but I don't want to give away too much nor be laughing alone because that's just never fun. I did want to remind you about about the dollar trial that you have waiting for you to our Fearless Money Sisterhood program. And you can find that at jenhemphill.com forward slash podcast dollar trial. And be sure to stay through the end of the show because I tie in, it's um, very a very important message that I tie in what our guest what she has done for her business, how it's allowed her business to grow, and why it relates to our Fearless Money Sisterhood membership program. So in today's episode, she's going to give us a scoop on what the Ho'opono Ono meditation is and how it has helped her with her money. And that is an interesting story. She also shares with us why she listens to Dave Ramsey almost religiously. That's also super interesting as well. And she shares why you would think I would, I wouldn't mention this, but why the Roomba, what it is, you'll, you'll know what it is if you haven't, why it was such a great purchase for her. And she also let us know if it really works because I really wanted to know that I've been eyeing that. And she also shares three key thoughts that she has on money as it relates to college and your kids. So you definitely want to listen to that. So let me share with you a little bit about Kelly Christian. Kelly is a wife, mother, entrepreneur, a library addict, a cyber traveler, and a lover of good wine and dark chocolate. She has been running a successful brick and mortar bookkeeping and tax business for over 10 years. And at the time of this uh, recording, she's been working on an online product to facilitate a more mobile lifestyle to enable her travel addiction. In her newest project, she teams up with small business owners to create uh, custom systems around their money so they can focus on what they do best. She's a bookkeeper by day, technology sleuth by night, and she feels that your money should make your life easier and more joyful. So Kelly will definitely help you in this reality. So without further ado, let's go ahead and meet Kelly. Welcome, Kelly, to the Her Money Matters podcast. I'm excited to have you here. It's great to be here, Jen. Thanks for having me. Well, I tell you, we've connected recently, and I've been connecting recently to uh, quite a few bookkeepers. So uh, Mm -hmm. obviously, bookkeeping is a huge need. (laughs) And it's... uh, 
in high demand, but it's just been interesting how I've just been connecting with more and more book, bookkeepers recently. But enough of that about that. I wanted to, we already know about you, the professional. We know a little bit about your likes, but I was wondering a little bit um, more about you. So maybe something that you could share uh, that maybe you haven't shared before, or maybe you can talk about, uh, you mentioned uh, you love, you know, you're a library addict, uh, you love to travel, wine, those type of things. Just share something that uh, maybe you haven't shared before. Oh, yikes. Um <laughs> Well, it's, it's, that's most of it. I've got, uh, you know, two teenage sons that are leaving home. Well, one's left. The next one is on his way. So I'm on my way to being an empty nester. So that's, that's changing our family dynamics again. And, and again, it affects our finances as well. Right. So that's a, a whole nother stage of, of money issues and personal issues. So that's, but that's paving way for us to be able to travel more, hopefully, fingers right. crossed. <laughs> and in addition to my uh, brick and mortar business, which is becoming more virtual because of uh, more virtual clients, I actually made my first two sales of my online product last week. So that awesome. was kind of a cool thing. Congratulations. Yeah, so, yeah, it was, you know, it's not a lot, but it was a big step. It's been nine months in the making, right? So it's, yeah, it's, it was kind of a cool thing. So that is so a that's, cool thing. That's the most new and exciting in my world right now. So. Awesome. And tell me, yeah. how, how did you get into bookkeeping? Why oh, as bookkeeping? As bookkeeping, honestly, I went and did, uh, back in university, I did, I was working at a pub waitressing as well and taking my pre-commerce courses and the book, the owner wanted me to come in and do some of the cash stuff for him. So I started out that way and I learned way back on a computerized system that was called DacEasy back then. And it was basically like almost like doing code. It okay. wasn't, it wasn't any of the pretty stuff we've got now. So I learned then and then learned within my commerce program as well. We did more of the financial stuff. So, but that was where it first started. And then I've been doing it sort of on and off when the kids were really little, you know, small pieces here and there for small businesses, nothing formal, just, you know, to have something to do. Cause I'm, not real good at being that one that sits in front of the TV all day. So <laughs> and I we do. Live in the, we live in the country, right? So, you know, you got to find something to do because you can't go to the mall or, um, so yeah. And then it's just grown organically until then. And then in the last two years, last year was a bigger year. And then this year has grown exponentially just because I joined a, a masterminding program and the accountability and the mm-hmm. focus on becoming the CEO of my business versus just, you know, letting things happen right. has changed everything. That is wonderful. That's yeah. great to hear. It's huge. Yeah. That's great to hear. So and now I'm going to change gears. I want to yeah, yeah. hear more uh, or not more. I want to hear about how you grew up around money. So get, go back to your childhood or maybe your earliest memory. Tell us about that. Ooh, that's, that's, there's a couple cool stories in there, but my mom and dad, my dad's a carpenter. So he, uh, from Ireland, emigrated to Ireland from Ireland. He was like 26, right? Met my mom, blah, blah, blah. My mom was an occupational and physiotherapist. So oh, she wow. had, yeah, she, so she had the steady job all the time, right? The good steady job. My dad being, you know, in Calgary with the oil booms and busts, right? He sometimes had work, sometimes he didn't. So it was sort of a, one of those kind of situations we grew up with, you know, you know, when you had one. Um, but we always made, my parents always made lots of time for traveling. So that was sort of where that comes from. They spent their, they spent their money choosing to take us places 
because they both worked a lot. Right. So right. we had our family time that way. And then, and then, yeah, no, I, I the, overall the money was, there was always money. Like it was never like we went without, um, Ever. It was, there was a few times that, you know, I know my parents, the one best story and just epitomizes the way they did stuff is we went, I remember, I don't know how old I was, seven or eight years old. And we go into where the Calgary stampede is, right? So these, these giant buildings and they do this spring, uh, home show and camping and boats and this whole big thing, right? So we go in there looking and thinking, Oh, well, my parents decide to buy a motor home. Oh, wow. At the show. They, like, I don't think there was any planning involved. There hadn't been any discussion. They just decided, yeah, we're buying this motorhome. And uh, that was on a Saturday or Sunday. And the following Monday, my dad lost his job. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I know. It was just one of those. And they made it work, and it was fine in the end. But I remember that being a really, a really rough period, I think, in there. But I just – I remember being shocked as a little kid going, seriously? We just came here to look around here buying a motorhome? <laughs> <laughs> so they – they made sure they had money for their priorities and, you know, and that's sort of what we grew up with. And then now, you know, now they don't have a fancy house and they've got a decent retirement, but it's not amazing. But, you know, that's the choices they made then, right, that we grew up with. So Right. And how yeah. do you think those um, decisions, those situations, how they handle money or what they said about money, how has that, because you mentioned a point mm-hmm. about the traveling that they uh, made a point to um, – travel. So the, yep. the priority was traveling. And that's, you mentioned that that has impacted you because that's one of your priorities. So what else yep. do you think from growing up uh, and the example they said, the experiences that you had um, has um, into now that in adulthood and being married and with a child, what ha- how has that affected you? Or what are, or what do you see that you're doing that, that stems from that? Well, it's interesting. I've just been in, in a part of a, another, you know, sort of money mindset group and been working through a lot of that stuff, which is quite interesting because it's, you know, you think, oh, I don't really have any money issues because my parents were fine. And, you know, really it was fine. And I've always had a problem with credit cards. Like I just, I, I, I can't not manage. I, I do it. I have great intentions and it always gets away from me. And it's not, and it's not even, and I don't know if that comes from them, from that sort of I'm not sure what the psychological, it's obviously coming from there because it's been like that since I was 16. So okay. I got my, right, my first credit card when I was working at the Bay, but I don't buy things. I don't have nice clothes, really. I don't have a bunch of shoes. It's just, you know, stuff goes on there and you overspend and you just don't see it. So, so I've learned that that's, and that comes from somewhere and I don't know if it's maybe some of that, you know, uh, boomer bust kind of stuff that mm-hmm. went on with my family growing up that sometimes they had lots and then my dad was off and it was just like, ah, I'm not sure if, you know, I can relate it back to that. That one I haven't figured out yet, but gotcha. yeah, well, there's, yeah. Interesting. Cause sometimes, mm-hmm. and, and you're right, sometimes we don't even realize it. I know for me, I didn't notice anything had affected me until I met mm-hmm. my husband, which his way of finances is completely different from mine. Mm-hmm. So when I met him, I was always saving, 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 and not really spending because I grew up in a household that there is a lack mentality. Mm-hmm. So therefore, right. I worked hard for the money, but I didn't want to spend it because why? I didn't. I was afraid to not have any because that was what yeah. was happening. Uh, so it was just sometimes it just depends, and it, and it t- sometimes it's just a matter of uh, 
you may not figure out right then and there, but just mm -hmm. sometimes you, you might have a thought or two and then you have the aha moment. But that's great that you're in, in a group that uh, you're figuring those things out. Yeah, no, it is. It's huge. And it's more, more about the abundance side is where I'm yes. working now. Cause it's, you know, for me, that's, and I, and I know where exactly where that messaging comes from because I was, my sister was, had a lot of issues growing up and, you know, had some medical issues as a baby. So it was always, you know, oh, you need to take care of your sister and oh, she mm -hmm. has it so hard. And you, you know, you don't even ever have to work for it and it comes so easy for you. And that's not fair to your So there's all that messaging I know I grew up yes. with. And yes. that makes me has, has, I'm just coming to grips with that now going, that's why, I haven't until this year moved past a certain income level because I don't feel like that's what I've always been told. You don't deserve it. You know, you, unless you're working really, really hard, there's no way you deserve that. Cause that's not fair. Cause other people work really hard and they don't have that. Right. So mm. that messaging has made a huge impact in my life. And that's been a huge aha moment this year. Absolutely. Um, yeah. You doing the, the Ho'opono, I I'm not going to say it wrong. The Ho'opono Ono. I believe it is. It's a meditation um, to sort of help you figure out some of that stuff, which is what I've learned and really powerful. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You ask four questions. So it's, uh, I'm going to forget here. It's um, you, so you go back to a situation that's, that's troubling for you mm -hmm. and you need to say, um, oh, I forgive you. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Thank you. And Oh, there's one more. But anyways, there's those four sayings and you have to take, so in every situation, you have to thank them for whatever that, whatever you've learned from that, for good, for bad, you've learned mm -hmm. something from that situation. You have to say, uh, I'm sorry, because no matter what happens, you have some part in it, Re mm -hmm. whether you're a victim or not, there's still some part that you have played in that scenario that maybe you could be sorry for them for having things have happened to them to make them that person that would do that. So, and then, and then, the forgiveness is, is, you know, universally such a hugely powerful mm -hmm. thing as far as, you know, changing, changing your wiring and, oh, it's going to kill me the, the fourth option, but no it's worries. been amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and I haven't heard of this one in particular. So mm -hmm. I'm always, you know, I incorporate the mindset, but I am no expert by any means. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but so it's always interesting to hear the different exercises and mm -hmm. different things out there. I haven't heard this. I've heard similar what from the, you know, I yeah. forgive and thank you, especially the gratitude. The gratitude is always in mm -hmm. there. Yeah. Uh, or maybe, uh, yeah, so that's, thanks for sharing. I'll have to look it up or um, if you can share that with me later, I'll be sure to include it on the show notes. So that way sure. for those that are interested, they can uh, definitely t take a look into that. Yeah, it's, it's a Hawaiian, it was created in like a Hawaiian yeah. actually fellow that, that uh, originated it. So yeah, just really simple, like really, really simple. And love it. I love simple. <laughs> I do too. I do too. I just, it doesn't, I don't have time for anything else. <laughs> no, no, absolutely yeah. not. Well, that's great. Thanks for sharing yeah. that. And how about the best advice that you've received around money? Mm -hmm. What would you the say best that is? The, the best advice honestly is, has been across the board. My, my husband has been a really good, uh, He's more like you. He didn't come up in a family of lack for the savings, but he just, he's just naturally a saver, right? And he's mm -hmm. naturally that guy that just, the money just, he doesn't need to spend it. And when he does, um, I don't know if it's advice, it's just influence perhaps is the best word okay. to say is he would be the best influence because he is totally my opposite in so many ways. Mm -hmm. I'll, 
you know, I would choose to buy something less expensive because, well, I don't want to spend a bunch of money on this. And he's like, well, why would you not buy the best thing? So it lasts for a long time versus buying the cheap thing. That's just going to break. Gotcha. You yeah. know, he's, you know, he's totally that guy. So it's a really great dichotomy back and forth between the two that's of us. So. Right. And it's interesting yeah. how hmm. in a relationship or in a marriage that it, that's who you're paired up with. Cause I know with my husband, most of them, mm. and I can't, I mean, at all the interviews that I've had, it's pretty much the, they're the opposite. You know, one's the saver, yep. one's the, the spender. So it's just interesting how that just happens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, for sure. Cause I know for me, I'm the saver. My husband's more the spender and we, and we balance each other out yeah. uh, very yep. well. And what would you say are your challenges that you have with money? Oh, challenges. Our ongoing challenges in ours has been communication. So I, okay. I tend to, um, I was a stay at home mom for a lot. Well, I did a little bit of stuff on the side, but mostly, you know, um, stay at home mom for the first 10 years, eight years of my kid's life. So there was a lot of time in there that, you know, he worked really hard and, and I managed the money cause I just always have. And so if he would say, Oh, well, you know, we need, you know, I want to buy this tool or I want to go and do this instead of saying, you know what, we can't afford that. Mm-hmm. I would just juggle it and make it work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, instead of that. right and then just juggle it and that's where the credit cards would get up and then all of a sudden you know a year would go by and it got up and up and up and then it we have the discussion finally about where it sits and he flips because it's gotten you know not into a scary ugly but ugly enough that he had no idea but then mm. he doesn't ask and I wasn't telling so you know because I, I didn't want to stress him out I didn't want him to worry about it because he was you know taking care of that other side so I wanted to just be able to handle this um, so the big, the big one there was with, um, I did, I, I listened to Dave Ramsey. It, mm-hmm. It's kind of like, it's kind of like going to AA for people that, you know, <laughs> use credit cards. <laughs> you are funny. That's a good comparison. It totally is. You listen to it every day and you can just listen to him and tell the people. And there's people out there with stories that are just like, they blow your mind about, and a lot of it's really just stupid, not just mindset or not being aware or habits. Some of it's just plain stupid, right? It's, <laughs> but, but it's been, it's been, that was a really good starting point of, of sitting down every month and we talk about what's going to happen with our money. Like that, that has changed oh, everything, everything, because it's just the talking. Cause if it doesn't turn into that big thing at the end, where it's this big blow up and, you know, the world is ending because this is there and you never told me and, you know, yeah. So, right. well, good. I'm glad that yeah. that has, um, that has mm-hmm. bettered for sure. So yeah. you you're the money manager yeah. and tell me a little bit, uh, if you would just in general terms, uh, whatever you're comfortable, how you manage, uh, your money in your home. Sure. Yeah. No, I, um, we've got one credit card that we use <laughs> he, and Trevor has it. I don't have the credit card. We've made that decision. <laughs> Interesting. You was like, I'm yeah. clearing the air here. Let me tell you. <laughs> no, it's, it is what it is, right? It was one of those. I said, yeah, absolutely. You have it. And then I don't, I have access to the, you know, if I need to buy something online, I've got the numbers. So it's not like I don't have a card to use, but it's just safer that way. And then I use, you need a budget, YNAB. Mm-hmm. I use that mm-hmm. religiously. So that's what we use each month to sit down and talk about what the money's going to look like um, and what we're going to spend on. And then I keep it up to date. Probably I do it, it depends. If, if cash flow's tight, mm-hmm. I'll do it every second day. And I'll go in and make sure and upload the bank stuff in there so I know where the money's sitting. Um, if cash flows better then I don't worry about it. So it's probably once a week, but it's no less than once a week that I get on that. And 
Before we jump into today's content, keep your ears peeled for a unique reveal I'll be sharing midway through the show. It's something special just for you. We, you know, I'm in there knowing exactly where all those numbers sit, just because I find if I don't, things just go sideways, right? If I don't pay attention. Right. So... Mm-hmm. And so you use the, the software and you were going to go, yeah. sorry, I interrupted you. No, no, no. I, I just use the YNAB software and I use that. And then I've got, you know, everything else is electronic, um, okay. right. Online banking through our local credit union. And, um, you know, that's really, it's not a lot. I've got as much of, I can automated for payments. I have everything that comes out on the beginning of the month because I found prior, we had all these auto payments and they were all over the place Mm. and and several years ago we were both self-employed so my like my husband has always been self-employed all the way up until about three years ago when he got actually a a real job okay so you you never knew you know a when a client was going to pay and then you got all these bills coming out at different times so the one big thing that i did and it helps it's perfect even now is i went to every single bill person and said i need to have my date on this bill changed to the and for me it was the first i wanted everything there I knew I had to have a lump of money there to pay that at the first. And I wasn't fretting every week. Oh, God, is this payment coming out? Oh, my God, do I have money in here for this? It that was is just a so great cool. tip. That is so a great tip. Yeah, and most, even your credit cards, almost everybody um, will change that for you if you ask. You know, right. there might be a bit of a double up period there while they get it sorted out. But it's that changed uh, the stress level. It was huge. That is a great tip. That is a yeah. good one. And tell me, because I know you mentioned um, you're going to soon. You have two kids, and one's going to go to college, right? So yeah. tell me about because you mentioned also some of the challenges and finances. Are you just kind of uh, just it, there's going to be some challenges and finances. How how are you planning, or what are you thinking in terms of to handle? Because I'm I'm assuming you're uh, as far as college expenses and those uh, those type of things. So tell us a little bit about that if you if you want. sure. No, we had we actually had our oldest son went to college last year. So oh, last year, okay, yeah, so. yeah, and then the other one's graduating this year. So yeah, no, we did it last year, and we had here in Canada we've got a. Uh, a savings plan that's called the uh, registered education savings plan. So you can put it in and it's, um, I'm just trying to think what it's equivalent to, but it's, I think you guys have got the similar program in the yes. States where you money in for education, right? So mm-hmm. it, uh, my husband's family, uh, his parents have been putting into it each year and we've put some in, but just where we were at, it wasn't a priority um, earlier to put the money in for that. So this year it was that year. It was good. We cash flowed the other half of his, <laughs> which was, which was a bit of a struggle, but we did it um, because he had about half of it paid for with some scholarships and some of the money from this RESP. And then we cash flowed, oh, I think we ended up cashing about 10 grand last year for school, right? So um, just because we just didn't have the opportunity to put it away, we were, for us, the priority was making sure that our house was in order, um, mm-hmm. that our debts were being paid down before we were putting money away for school. It just didn't make any sense to us personally to do that. Gotcha. And in all honesty, my kids will be paying for their school. I'm not, I will help them to the point that they don't need to take student loans because I mm-hmm. certainly don't want them to be in that situation because it's, it's, it's just astounding how much debt is out there from student debt, right? It's just crazy right now. So yes, it is. We will help them, but I managed to pay my way to the university. I took one less course a semester, mm-hmm. worked nights, evenings, weekends, and I paid for it. And I came out of, you know, out of my schooling with no debt. And I'm expecting Wonderful. my children 
to pay the same, right? Like they can, you can work. People that say you can't work while you go to school, unless you're like taking, you know, pre-med or something. Right. Other than that, you know, you short, you, you know, take an extra year, but you can come out without any debt, right? Absolutely. And you've already set the example for them that you did yeah. it. So they can too. Yeah. So well, you can, and and I think to expect that of them is a good thing because then they they're investing in their education. Then if they have to pay for it, so it makes it makes a difference. Yeah. So what and we were hoping to do is is to give them a you know at the end of the run when if if they go through and finish a program as a gift, give them some of the money maybe that we've saved as a gift to pay stuff off or for them to help move them forward at that point, but not give it up front. So right. No, that's that's smart. I know for us, we've been saving. We've got mm. two boys, but uh, they don't know about it. So our yeah. plan is <laughs> now I, I've, I've mentioned in several episodes this. I'm like, they cannot listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the plan is uh, save, and it's just been you know here and there saving uh, consistently. But uh, once it's time for them to go to college, they need to work for their scholarships and figure yeah. out how they can pay. Um, and then from there, once they do all the work to do that, then we can say, here, here you go. Yeah. Just like you were saying. So, yeah. uh, cause I, I definitely, it, it becomes they, it's, it's more of a value uh, for mm-hmm. them. Um, yeah. So I think, I think a lot of people get really hung up in, in, in really feeling that they owe that to their children. And I, mm-hmm. and I, I don't agree. Like there's so many people that will do it at the expense of their own retirement or at the expense mm-hmm. of their own financial situation. And, and honestly, I don't, it's unfortunate that school is so expensive and it's such a, it's a tough spot, but at the same time, a lot of people get caught up in, well, you have to go to this fancy school. Well, really, unless you're doing a certain kind of profession, nobody cares if you can do the job and you've got work experience. Like Dave Ramsey's got a great program. I list, you know, he goes on about this, like ad nauseum, but he says, you know, I'm hiring somebody. I don't care when they went to school, if they can do the job. Absolutely. Right. For, for, you know, like you're going to be a lawyer in politics, you know, yes, maybe that makes a difference. Right. But other than that, it doesn't matter. You've got that piece of paper is all they want to see. Right. So you don't need to go to that expensive school. You don't need to, I you know, there's, right. But a lot of people get really caught up in all of that. And it's, and it's unfortunate. Right. Cause yeah. I, I agree. Cause if there's mm. a certain degree and you can get that same degree elsewhere for less money, Yep. Hello. <laughs> yep. Because as an employer, they're, as not, an employer, gonna, they're not looking. Yeah, right. They you know, they're, they're not going to pay you any extra just because unless, I mean, granted, yeah. there's some places because of who you know, there might be, you know, yeah. some yeah. some advantage that way. But in yeah. general. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I definitely. Now, how mm-hmm. what would you say is uh, your best money spent? Oh, honestly, my, it, and it's going to sound completely ridiculous. <laughs> But I've got my robotic vacuum. <laughs> hey, and is it which one is? Is it the ro- it's a Roomba? It's Roomba. A Roomba, yeah. Oh my god, I love that thing. It's you know every day it goes. And you're like, oh, I don't have to vacuum today. You know, <laughs> and it was a business write off because it's you know my Your uh, house cleaning expense. So <laughs> yes, yes, um, that. That and then we took the kids to the Bahamas two years ago and. Uh, Honestly, it was it was a real stretch because we knew we had to pay for our son for school that coming fall mm. as well. And we went in February of the same year. And it was honestly the best money we've ever spent. It was a stretch. Awesome. It wasn't it. 
but it was the last time we would be able to go somewhere as a family, I figured, and it's come true to that. Like it might still come later, but the dynamics would be so different. So we had two weeks, just the four of us. There wasn't a lot of people around. You know, the boys were lobster spear fishing. Like it was like, it was the perfect, yeah, it was a stretch, but well worth every penny to have that last sort of kick at the can with them. I hear you. And one key thing that you said yeah. was the, one of the last times you could do it together uh, because mm-hmm. I know with, within the last year, my oldest has just turned 13. So I'm embracing mm-hmm. that. He turned 13. Yeah. And he mentioned, um, and he likes to give me a hard time. Well, I'm going to be calling a college, you know, college and whatever. But for some reason, he said it different this time, mom, I'll be, um, cause we move around a lot. So he'll mm-hmm. say, by the time we move this time, I'll have been to college or in seven years. However, he said, I don't know what it was about that day <laughs> that he said it. It hit me hard yeah. because I thought of you have I, you know, have I been the best mom? Have we done the things together that we've been wanting to do? Mm-hmm. And, uh, the travels that we, you know, the trips that we wanted to take them on those type of things. It just kind of hit me hard that day. Cause you think about those things. Cause yeah. like you said, it might be the last, cause who knows the next time he not, might not be available because something that's going on in college. Yeah. But yes, that, that, that yeah. one hit me, that hit mm-hmm. me hard and hit home. But that is, that is, that's what money should facilitate though. That's where sort of, you know, getting your head around the money thing is not about buying for us, at least it's not for buying stuff. It's to buy us time to be with those people and in those situations that we want to be in. And that's what the money is. And that's, and that for me has been a journey this year, getting to that point as well, instead of just grasping for, to pay this, to pay this, to pay this, to get the bigger vision of what what is the really important thing and what are we really working for here? And it, it changes, it changes everything once you can get that big picture piece. Absolutely. No, I agree. Yeah. And a quick question. I know I'm detouring yeah. back the room, no, right. how well does mm-hmm. it work? Cause I've been, I've been eyeing it, but I'm like, I was such a freaking skeptic. I was so skeptical about it. My husband tried to get me one like three years before that. And when he saw it, he was at a lady's house um, doing some renovations. And she's, but she lives by herself. She has one of those houses that you walk in and it's pristine, right? Mm-hmm. And I live in a house in the country. We've got, you know, well, now we only have three cats. We've got three cats, a dog. I've got two boys and a husband. You know, there's dirt, <laughs> there's dust. It's, it's a, yes. we live in the country, right? Like it's right. not an easy house and to keep. And the pets. They oh yeah. And we, yes. and we've got wood floors and we've got tile and we've got carpet. So we've got all these different surfaces and you're like, I'm like, and so he tried to get this thing, and I'm like, there's no way that's going to work in my house. Are you kidding me? Like that's ridiculous. <laughs> then I bought one about three years later and, and it's amazing. It goes up that's over our, we've got a, a little lip over our mantle in our front of our fireplace. It pops up over that. It. I have to clean mine every day because, because we have so many pets, right? right? But you can set it on to go off by itself every day at a certain time like it's it goes under the couches it's amazing do your Doesn't dogs want to play with it or do your dogs no play with it no they they all hate it they just <laughs> stay out of the way they hate it you know you can see those videos of the cats you know on the <laughs> the cape you know oh, riding that's on them. Funny. i don't know it doesn't happen in my house <laughs> i had to i know it's just out yeah. off track but i had to ask because oh, i read the I reviews and stuff and i'm like should i do it should i not should i do it should i not so it, it's but great it's seriously sir it's the most amazing thing <laughs> <laughs> well that's good to know that is good uh-huh. to know uh-huh. how about your favorite money book 
What would you oh, say? honest. There's a bunch of them. Like there's the wealthy barber, which is really good. I've oh. actually just, yeah. And that's a, uh, I think it's a Canadian. I can't remember the guy's name. My, my mother-in-law gave it to us years ago. Okay. And then, but he's basically of the theory of pay yourself first, mm-hmm. no matter mm-hmm. what happens, pay yourself first, which is, you know, a good one to have, but I've been reading Tony Robbins new one and I've got it at my bedside table. I haven't it's finished. A, it's a big, the, uh, it I is. It. it's a big book. It's a lot to take in, but it's a good one. It's, I really, really liked it because I, you know, I'm big in the investing side. I'm really interested mm-hmm. in that and working with my clients, trying to be able to explain stuff to them in, mm. in, in non accountantese, right? Like it's, it's got to be non-accountanese. in non <laughs> right? Because you know, that's what they do. Accountants talk like that and the people just sit there and they, they don't want to look that. stupid. So they'll just sit there and go, oh, uh-huh. and then, and they come to me and I go, well, what did you, I, they, I have no idea what the accountant said. They say, and I'm like, well, why didn't you ask? But they don't oh, want to look dumb, funny. right? So Tony was really good. I liked in the way he, you know, sort of was explaining it in the book, yes. which was kind of cool that if, you know, his, like his thought is, is that maybe it might be something that people that don't talk in that kind of language mm-hmm. can read and understand, right? And some really great, great theories. And yes, I go yeah. back to it yeah. quite frequently, just kind of to refer just because it's a lot, it's a lot of information. It's not oh, yeah. one book that you can sit and read. And I mean, I guess you could read a weekend if, but I wouldn't recommend yeah. it because it's just, it would be information overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. So it's just a book that I did take a little bit. I think I probably took a month to read just kind of to simmer the information and just let mm-hmm. it sink in. So awesome. I like those, mm-hmm. um, those, uh, suggestions I'll have to, and I'll put those in the, in the show notes as well. I'll mm-hmm. have to look up the wealthy barber and anything Dave Ramsey as well. Like I, oh, you yeah. Know. yeah, 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 absolutely. I agree. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been great. Uh, Kelly, as you know, this podcast is all about making money simple and taking control of it. So how would you finish yeah. this sentence? Her money matters because, uh, because it gives you time to be with the people you love. I love it. Perfect. Mm -hmm. And I really, really appreciate you being here. I appreciate the stories that you shared, your insights, and tell us where is the best place for people to find you and more and learn more about you. Um, well, you can come to my website at www.kellychristianandcompany.com or I'm on Facebook a lot. That's sort of my hangout marketing people, uh, connecting place. I, that's, I'm not big on any of the, you know, Twitter or any of that stuff. I do it, but I'm not good, but yeah, Facebook, Facebook or my website, either or, and, and that's, that's where I'm Perfect. Out. Well, I'll be sure to put that in the show notes as well. Sure. And again, this has been so much fun. I really enjoyed and the terms that I learned, accountantese, those type of things. <laughs> I really <laughs> enjoyed talking to you. Cool. And so I hope that we connect again soon. Thanks, Jen. Thank you. Wasn't Kelly such a fun person to listen to? I had so much fun uh, just chatting with her. If it wasn't obvious with how often I laughed, one thing that I have to tell you that really stood out for me from our chat with Kelly is the investment that she made and uh, a mastermind that she participated for her business. Now, if you aren't a business owner, I'll tell you briefly what it is if you're not familiar what a mastermind is. But basically, masterminds can either run paid or non-paid, where it's just basically a gathering of your peers that uh, you 
gather to talk through challenges. You gather to keep your uh, keep each other accountable uh, for support, and it's just a really uh, a helpful way. Now, I'll tell you in a moment why I bring this up and what it has to do with your personal finances. But first, I wanted to give a shout out to Kathy. She's not only a part of our Her Money Matters free community, but also a member of our Fearless Money Sisterhood. She's motivated. She's very hardworking at her money goals. And she is such a great cheerleader for everyone, including myself. If you are around Kathy, even just in the Facebook group, you'll instantly light up just how she is. I mean, that's the energy that she gives out. So Kathy, I really can't wait to see that the shift that you and your husband make uh, with your personal finances, because I know it's coming. So why do I bring up the mastermind that Kelly invested in for her business? Here's the thing. You need to surround yourself with like-minded people. Kelly was surrounded with like-minded people and her business soared. The same can happen to you with your personal finances because you're worth it. You deserve it. With our Fearless Money Sisterhood program, you can just take it for a drive for $1 for a whole month, and it's $25 after that uh, every month. And you can cancel at any time. So definitely screams no-brainer. Let me tell you what Laura, one of our Fearless Money Sisterhood members, has to say. She said, I cannot say enough how thankful I am for the Fearless Money Sisterhood and Jen's guidance. Her tools are so useful and the accountability is instrumental. In two months' time, we've implemented a new system that has made a huge difference. I finally have a sense of optimism about our finances that I've never had, and I'm talking decades. I'm totally enjoying being the CWO, and she means the Chief Wealth Officer. So I want to just to take a moment to invite you to try it out. You can do that at jenhemphill.com forward slash podcast dollar trial. I will include this also as a, a link to this in the show notes as well. So that way, if you are driving and you can't get on the website, that's completely fine. So that is a wrap for today. I want to thank Kelly for uh, joining us for just being so much fun, making us laugh, sharing such great insight and sharing such great stories. Uh, You can check out the show notes on where to find Kelly at jenhemphill.com forward slash 41. That is jenhemphill.com forward slash 41. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll catch you again next Thursday.